Maybe this was one of his dreams to uh, have a day off. I'm sure that it was. Who doesn't like days off? You're here. Congratulations. And here we are, another Waste Podcast show, I believe, number 156. I don't know. I don't know. I wrote it down. But anyway, that's what I wrote down. Doesn't mean a. Uh, doesn't mean it's true. Oh, okay. It's just a number. Uh, but we're going with that, and if it's wrong, I'll go back and just it, I'll edit over it. And when I say it's show number 158, and I'll go seven. So it'll <laughs> clearly... That'll be perfect. Clearly. Or I'll have a robot voice. Seven. Thank you for listening to show number 157. <laughs> uh, I am Dave, your host, in this empty, empty room filled with chairs and microphones and trash. Uh, all the way across the Mississippi River is my good friend, partner, and... Uh, uh, and, and Business manager Adam. That's right. Adam, how's it going over there in, in the old Mo? It's going well. Excellent. Excellent. Our profits are going up and up and up. That's right. Excellent. It's a bit of a heat wave here. It's a heat wave. What mm-hmm. to, what what does that mean? Fifty three today. Whoa. Yeah, it was kinda cold here. It was in the high seventies. Ooh. <laughs> I hope you wore your turtleneck. <laughs> I was wearing one of them uh, long underwear shirts, the long sleeve ones. Oh, good. Pretty good, good. Uh, Ryan has to work this evening. Erin has uh, her own business dealings she's dealing with. Uh, Sarah is also working, but she should be getting off, and then we'll probably end up here on the tail end of the show. And Nick is still married. He is. I like that I say that. I don't know why. <laughs> it seems awfully mean. Like one day he That's won't. The truth. One He's day, married. One day he won't be married, and we'll be like, "And Nick is no longer married." Oh, well, I guess that's not. What we no, no, but he, we mean he's still married, which is why he's not on the show. Right. So Nick is still married, and Adam, or Adam, and Mikey is uh, preparing to record his second live comedy album. Is that today? No, I have no idea. He's preparing. I don't know oh, what okay. it is. I, I think it would actually be funnier if he did a pre-recorded comedy album. With a laugh track. Oh, nice. Like if he I did it in, would be good. Yeah, if he did it in the studio and just told all of his bits and then, no, and then played it in front of a live studio audience. Like they, yes. do, like they do a television. Oh, I should, right, to see how, the, how well that goes. So then he won't have to worry about all those pesky laugh breaks. Right, he, who he, wants those? He puts them where he wants them. Uh, our good friend... He clearly wasn't thinking. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not a thinker like us. He's not an idea man. Uh, good friend from Fandom Planet, uh, Tim Powers, says hello. Hello. Well, he's not here now. But he had messaged me earlier asking if we were doing a show tonight. I said yes, and he goes, it's only 5 o'clock here. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I said, things are wacky in, 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 in Los Angeles, and it's only 5 o'clock there. Because it's eight o'clock here, and it's like a different time for you. It's it's seven o'clock here. Seven o'clock here, there. So that's kind of weird. Uh, Millie has. Why walked... do you say that? I don't know. It's time is weird. Yeah, time. Why you run away? 
I was going to go with time is on my side. Yes, it is. Let's see if Millie can say something. Hey, Millie, is your microphone on? Turn it on. There you go. Hey, Millie. Hey, Millie. What? Say something. (laughs) No laughing. No, this is not a laughing matter. It's a serious show. This is serious, not laughing. No. So, Adam. Yeah? What have you been up to? Because I've I've clearly, I I did something this week in order to have content for the show. (laughs) You did, yes. I want to know, first of all, if you did anything so we can get that out of the way. No, I didn't do anything. You had boring week? Yeah. You were preparing for your... No, I didn't say, I shouldn't say that. I had an improv show Friday night. I hosted a fundraiser on Saturday night. I taught an improv class Sunday, and then today, all day, I taught, or I directed uh, a play. Oh. Like, I went out and had a rehearsal for a play. Oh. And it's been long. My voice is about gone. <laughs> so so you haven't really been doing much of anything? Not much. How did your... Same uh, old, same old. How did your improv show go? It went well. And, and you, uh, and you guys are called... comedy ensued. You got, you're the comedy nuts, right? Is that what your name is? Twisted improv. Twisted improv. Close enough. Twisted improv. Comedy nuts. Uh, it's a twisted improv out there in uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Yes, to the beautiful Kirkwood. In the beautiful Kirkwood, where I used to live. Yep, your old stomping grounds. That's where I stomped. Most city gets snow off my shoes. Where did you guys eat around Kirkwood? Anywhere fun? Uh, Sonic. <laughs> oh, okay. So like, you didn't go to the fancy restaurants down there. Oh, no. 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 We've always though though we've always lived beyond our means, we've never lived it up beyond our means. Okay. <laughs> so there was a restaurant Sarah always wanted to go to called Zuzu's Petals. Oh, okay. Never, never heard of that. We never well, I don't think it's there anymore. We never went there. Oh. Uh we would go to places like uh Nacho Mama's. And we would oh, eat, okay. And we would eat uh, uh, Mexican food. Nacho Mamas. There's some cool places down in in uh, Kirkwood. Now, there's a place called Billy G's. Nope, nope, never ate there. Uh, oh, no, it's, it's only open for about a year or so. But there's and, this really cool outside patio. Nice. Yeah, with like all these fire pits and stuff. It's awesome. Would you believe we only lived in the St. Louis area for 10 years? No, I wouldn't. It's uh, would you believe eleven years? When did you move out of here? Out of there? Yeah, two thousand and eight. Was it okay? In June of two thousand and eight. So you've been living there for seven years now. Uh, yeah, wow. yeah. It's almost time to move. It, it seems so crazy. It does. That doesn't seem like uh, uh, it's been that long. No, right? But uh. uh... <laughs> A good friend, Tim Powers, has just sent me a message. He goes, you have Adam on your show tonight? And I said, yes, sir. And he goes, I have Scott Lobdell, Lo- Lo- X-Men writer, on my show tonight. Son <laughs> <of a bitch. laughs> Well. Well. And there you have it. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, yeah, well, you, I'm sure you're funnier than, than Scott Lobdell. I, yeah, you know what? At least I could say I'm probably funnier than him. Right. Probably, probably. But uh, he's you know, way more talented and <laughs> other things. He's probably just, way more well known. He's just a writer. 
Well, you're right. You know, he's not an artist. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to know someone Who's else. Who's he? I know someone else is doing a show tonight as well. Um. So yeah, we lived in St. Louis for ten years. We lived here for what seven years, almost eight years. Uh, uh, wow. See, that's funny that you've lived there almost as long as you lived in, in, in St. Louis. And it seemed like we were in St. Louis longer. I've known you the same amount of time in St. Louis as I have of you in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yep. Right? Well, time to end it. Yep, because... <laughs> can't can't take much more of this. That's right. I have one of two choices. I, we can either end our friendship and show, or we or can, move again. Or move again to be in another state, so then we can start the clock over. Right, we can start that, <laughs> that clock again. Or you, you move to California. Ugh. I think I would enjoy the weather, but I don't think I would enjoy uh, anything else. Being out of work. All right. So, can you work for your current company there? I probably could. I'm sure I can. Right. Ugh. Ged. Uh, so I guess I should tell the story of what I did. If you're interested. Yes, you should. I mean, I, I it's it's bad. I wish Ryan or Aaron were here, or even Sarah for that matter, because I live. Because t- I live tweeted you most of the time that I was sitting there. So I've told you. Yeah. Everything. But I mean, I can try. To, I guess I can give you other other details of things that were going on. So I mean, you can. We can wait to tell the story if no, you want. No, because I'll never okay. remember these details again. I tried to block it from my mind after it happened. So I went on an audition. Uh, and I have not auditioned for anything since last. Right, so- like anything. Well, right? no, I mean, I, I auditioned. In, we'll see. Okay, I haven't auditioned for anything since Laughs on the Landing. All right. Right, but I mean that's. And, and what, <laughs> I mean that was. What year eight was years that? Ago. So ten years ago is the last time I auditioned. Ten years ago, you did you auditioned for that for anything. Right? So I mean, you haven't auditioned for like anything cut. in ten years. So cut back another what nineteen ninety six, maybe ninety seven. Okay, maybe ninety six was the last time I auditioned for an actual play <laughs> back in college. Okay, uh, and I was not good. I was not good at auditioning. Now, I, I did audition for a play in, in college, and I did get the role of the prince in Anastasia and Drizella, the story of uh, uh, the evil stepsisters from their point of view. Right. And, and I did get that part, uh, though I didn't get the part that I wanted, which was uh, uh, in a play called I Hate Hamlet. Right. Uh, my friend Anthony got that. Well, he didn't get that part, but he got a part in that play. Uh, but I wanted the part. There was, it's, I Hate Hamlet is a play about this TV soap opera actor who uh, uh, gets a job doing Shakespeare in the Park, and uh, he's a terrible actor, and he ends up rent- he, he rents the, the home of the world-renowned John Barrymore, the world-famous Shakespearean actor, mm-hmm. and his ghost haunts this, this uh, apartment and, and tries to help him uh, uh, become a better actor. So I tried to be that TV actor, and I did not get that role. I think that was the last thing I auditioned for, and it was, it was pathetic. It was terrible. It was terrible, terrible. So flash forward 15 years to last week or two week two weeks ago, and I'm going through uh, the jobs that are uh, you know, available, and I just I just clicked on auditions, and saw that there was an audition for uh, interactive comedic performer at this company that I work for. Okay. And my friend uh, who was working with me, Joelle, saw this with me. And she goes, "Ah, oh, you've got to audition, because everyone thinks that I'm hilarious." 
Okay. I don't know if it's true. I know I used to be funny. But everyone thinks I'm hilarious. Oh, you got you to audition, got to audition. You're hilarious. You'll definitely get the part. I'm like, I haven't auditioned for anything. Ten- You'll get it. You got to audition. So I'm like, all right. So I thought about it. I slept over it on the weekend, and I thought, all right, hell, I'm going to audition for this. Going to do it. So right. then uh, I had to put together a one-minute monologue. And 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 I didn't have any monologues. I hadn't done anything. So I, I, mm-hmm. I, I went to uh, uh, the only reputable source uh, of of. People who support, uh, uh, who are supportive of me, I went to Facebook. And, right. And I sent out... To a, Facebook. To Facebook. I sent out a notification to all of my theater friends and my supportive friends to to get... Uh, 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 to, to find out what monologue I should do. And uh, so I posted uh, and I said... Uh, I said, out of curiosity, does anyone have a one-minute monologue they can suggest? And uh, this girl, Stephanie, posted uh, a video of uh, The Rock from uh, uh, the, the Get Shorty sequel. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. But it's The Rock doing a, um, a duo monologue by himself from, uh, I believe the movie was Get It On. <laughs> uh, so thank you for that. Then my, my good friend Courtney said, isn't your face comedic enough? So, thank isn't you. it? I, apparently not. So then I tried it again, and uh, uh, only my good friend Adam, you, my friend, sent me a, a suggestion of going. Legitimate to, one. A legitimate right. one. Uh, uh, sending me to a website. <laughs> to which I think that was the website I think I may have found the, the, the monologue I was going to do. But you're right. You, I mean, you looked at. It, I, I took one step ahead, and I found. The actual monologues for you, not just gave you names of monologues. Yes. I said, "Here's look at this monologue on this site." And that I, was I, helpful. And I printed out two, and I don't. And I'm looking at one right now. I don't know what this is, uh, but uh, someone's named Algeron. 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 Mm-hmm. I printed it. I don't think I ever read it. <laughs> oh, okay. But I printed it because I did find a play that I was that I was familiar with, which was. I hate Hamlet. So I, I pulled this, this, this uh, monologue out, and, and auditions were Friday, and I found this on Wednesday. So all day Wednesday, I'm reading this monologue over and over and over and over again, and it's just not sticking. Nothing. Can't, can't get it to stick in my head at all. All day Thursday, reading this monologue over and over and over again, it's not sticking. I'm like, oh, okay. God. I could, and, and I... And, Someone, I said, how do I post it on Facebook again? I said, how, uh, how did I, how the heck did I ever memorize an entire play when I can't even remember a one minute monologue? And someone said, oh, it's just getting in contact with the old Dave. Like, yeah, but the old Dave wasn't good at this either. I couldn't remember anything. So, uh, finally, uh, 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 and I don't know how you memorize the monologues, but, uh, I had to go back to how I memorized my stand up, which was driving. <laughs> Oh. So I got behind the wheel of my car, and as I was driving to work, I read one line at a time over and over again until I finally, by the time I got to work, I had almost all of it memorized. Driving in my car. My car's a magical place. So all day Thursday, I've got this line memorized. I finally, I get someone to take my Friday, because I'm like, oh, I don't know how long this is going to take, so I'm not going to work on Friday. Uh, that afternoon, or that night, I have Sarah take my headshots, because I had no headshots, and I didn't have to have, they don't have to be professional, so I got headshots. And oh, I, that's nice. And I went out and bought paper, or printer paper, or computer paper, uh, or photo paper. 
And I had printed that up. And I, I printed out my resume, which was very short. Because I hadn't auditioned for anything in over 15 years. Right. And I had, you know, I just put in people's names. And it was all up to date, surprisingly. I had, of, of, of all my theater directors and uh, teachers and things like that. Who I'm sure will be so glad to know their names were on this. Like, ugh, I don't want right. to. I don't want to be known as, as this the director or the, the, the teacher of this guy. So I get a few hours of sleep and I wake up in the morning and I get myself dressed. Oh, and, and, and I ask Adam. I said, Adam, wh- what should I wear to this? To which you replied with? Business casual. Biz cash. So I was going to try to just more casual casual. Uh, uh, and so I, but I had, uh, uh, so I got these black pants, which I call my Marriott pants because they're part of the Marriott costume or uniform I used to wear, which I never returned, but they were pretty loose fitting and right in a nice shirt, a nice button down shirt. And I had brought, uh, I had worn, uh, like a dark gray shirt underneath just in case I had to take that shirt off if I had to do any movements or anything. So I get dressed and, and Adam, I drive out there at... What the uh, the sign up is at eight thirty. Auditions were at nine, so I leave my house at seven, and get to the audition place by seven thirty. Okay. And I'm now sitting in my car, and I'm watching the door, and uh, this building double uh, the audition building also doubles as a uh, uh, where people can pick up their work uniforms. Okay. So I'm watching people walking in. I'm watching people walking in. And I'm like, oh, these people are just getting their uniforms today. There, I'm watching people. Uh, I'm waiting for people who are wearing uh, nice black or khaki pants and dress right. shirts. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting and fine. I'm seeing people in shorts and shirts and t-shirts and whatnot going in there. I'm like, ah, forget it. So I finally got up and I walked in, and all those people were in line. That's amazing to me. Dre- wearing shorts and t-shirts and that. Shorts and t-shirts. I should have taken a picture of it. <laughs> it was unbelievable. So I wait in line. So I get in line, and the, and the first person I meet, and I, I didn't get anyone's names because I'm a terrible human being. First person I meet is this kid who is in a, works in attractions, and he uh, nonstop in the one minute that I had met him may have done eight character voices, oh. and just was super kinetic energy. I'm like, okay, buddy, and I'm like, I have to stand in line with this guy. And then these, this guy comes in behind me, this uh, kind of heavier set bald guy. And then another guy, like 20 seconds later, a heavier set uh, 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 guy, white guy with uh, black, jet black hair, combed straight back, big mutton chops. Okay. And, and he goes, Hey, is it the guy from. Uh, no, it is Mulch not. Schwitten. It's not the guy from Old Sweden Shears, but I did look. It wasn't. Him. Okay. But he did look really familiar. So, And I stared him up and down for, for quite a few minutes. And he walks in and he goes, is this is well, anyways? He makes a joke, and we all start making jokes back and forth. So he's breaking the ice. Uh, he really reminded me of Tim Powers. Okay, because uh, he he kept doing Abbott Costello bits while we were in line. <laughs> Makes sense. So it was very funny. But uh, this is what I started learning while I was staying in line. Now the guy who was in front of me worked attractions, but this bald guy behind, or well, let's say, yeah, the bald guy behind me had just flown in from from California. He lives in, in Anaheim, and he does. Uh, uh, I guess I can say he does. Uh, he works at Disneyland, mm-hmm. and he does uh, crush the crush voice for Turtle Talk. Wow! All right, so like, oh, he already knows this job. That that's fine. Uh, uh, uh he's got a he's got an in, <laughs> right? And the guy behind him, the heavier set guy, the slick back here, he's Jake Blues from the Blues Brothers over at Universal. Uh so I'm like, oh, 
All right. And as you start, as I was, as the line started moving, you start looking at people, you start recognizing everybody. Like, oh, really? Yeah, I started recognizing different characters and like, oh, that guy's, I've seen him on Main Street. That guy's, I've right. seen. Hey, it's Gaston. Is it, well, I sit down and uh, this guy is next to me. He's he's chatting up about uh, over about the, the Frozen show they do over at uh, Hollywood Studios. And I look to the guy who was talking to him like, oh, well, well that's that's Kristoff. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is Kristoff? He is the good guy in Frozen. Okay. So I'm like, oh, that's I recognize him immediately. That's Kristoff. I'm like, well, what do you know? <laughs> and that's when it occurred to me that all of these people uh, knew each other. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all these people have, have, have done this before, and they all know each other. And uh, mind you, I'm not the oldest person in the room, nor am I the most overdressed person in the room. There was a guy wearing a bow tie. There was a, there was a guy wearing a suit. Uh, wow. There was a guy wearing checkered pants with a chain wallet. Uh, mind you, he made callbacks. Um, just because everyone knew each other. So I'm sitting there, Adam, and I'm, I'm talking to these guys. Or I'm not talking. I didn't say a single word. I'm sitting next to these guys. I'm not talking to them. And they're all talking. Well, talk- you probably couldn't get a word in edgewise. If I know these what these people are like, Ex- <laughs> they, they, you couldn't get a word in. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, they just kept talking and talking and talking. They were, and putting on, you know, I don't want to say a clinic, but they were just, you know, performing for each other. Right, and and they're talking about the Frozen show, and then they start talking about uh, the Pirates Dinner Theater, which is in Orlando on I Drive, and they start talking about Sleuth's Dinner Theater, which is an improv dinner theater down uh, on I Drive, and that's when I came to the realization that all these people here were actors. Right, these are actors. Yep, because actors act. These guys are no, all the time. All the time. That's all they, they do. Were probably improvisers as well. Oh yeah, I mean Sleuth is an improv club. But I mean, they, how come I, you don't go there? I, I shouldn't say it's an improv club. It's an it's an improv dinner theater. Okay. And when when I did open mic for two weeks here, <laughs> I, I I knew a lot of those guys who were there also did sleuths. Okay. So, uh, and and they all seemed to like me. And I'm sure if I had gone back a couple more times, I could have gotten friendly with more these people. But I work got in the way. But so so now I'm sitting there and I'm listening to these guys talking and talking. It's fascinating. And but I couldn't say anything. I had nothing to say. So I would say what we signed in probably around eight o'clock, and nine o'clock this guy comes in and he thanks everyone for showing up, and he tells us all that we're all winners just for showing up. Right. Uh, because which is the first thing you tell to all the losers. Exactly. He goes every one of you here are winners because <laughs> you know except for you ex- except for you guys who are not going to make it. Right, uh, because you're you're all winners because it takes a lot just to to go come out here and and and, and bring yourself to this audition, and uh, he's like, we want you to make we want you to know that uh, uh, we are looking for very specific things, and we're looking for very specific looks and very specific yep. movements. So don't apologize for anything. Just come in, do your monologue, and then do your one minute, then turn around and leave. That's all we want of you. He goes, if you're going to make it, we'll tell you. If not, then you know we'll say thank you and you can move on. He goes, but when you go home and when you analyze your performance, you analyze your audition, which actors do, he's like, that's what you're going to do. Just remember that you did a great job, but we are looking for specific things. Uh, my my first acting coach told me that every time she didn't get a job, she always told herself, well, I guess they were looking for a blonde. Right. <laughs> so that's what I told her. Uh, but in which case, weren't you auditioning for something that you wouldn't be seen as? I was auditioning for two jobs that I wouldn't have been seen as. Right. But there, But there is... 
there are apparatuses that you are connected to. So your physicality would be taken into account. Oh, okay. So uh, these are things I should have thought about further when I was thinking about auditioning. Yeah. Neither here nor there. But who would have thought of that? Neither here nor Well, the guy, I'll tell you who would have thought of that. The guys who already knew. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not fair. The guys already had the jobs. But neither here nor there. For now, an hour has gone by. <laughs> right. And I am number 46 on the list. And 15 people, okay. at, a, 15 people at a time are going. And the first group goes in. There's this older gentleman sitting down next to me. He brought his own chair. And I would, he knows. I'd okay. say the, I'd, but I, so the first group goes in, and he gets up, and he kind of walks away over. And then he comes back, and he goes, I can't wait for this. i got to go. I'm like, he was number tw- what? He was number 25. Oh, my God. And he couldn't wait. He had to leave. I'm like, uh, uh, all right. So he just left. Now, See you later. I want to be like, can I have your number? Not to call him. Not to call him. Just to, to have his number to be ahead. Right, right, right. Anyways. So... At once, group 30 through 45 was called. I finally stood up and threw my bag over to the wall and just kind of started pacing the room. <laughs> because I had nothing else to do. And right. I, I couldn't sit there anymore, so I'm going through my, 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 my monologue in my head over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again. And uh, pacing the room. And I come across this group. It's four, four or five guys, and they're playing improv games. They're playing, uh, Sweet. They're playing 99 blanks walking to a bar. I'm like, hey, I know this game. I'm going to get in on it. So I'm, yep. so I'm standing on, way off to the side, and I'm kind of like, I'm going to find a, a moment where I can just jump in with a, with a zinger, and then I'll be best friends with these guys. Right, bestest. So uh, uh, the suggestion was 99 backpacks walk into a bar. I'm like, 99 backpacks. I'm like, I got something. Uh, okay. I was like, and it's just as I was about to open up my mouth, the guy uh, says my punchline. <laughs> Uh, or did, he doesn't say my punchline, but he uses my punchline. The, the he said something about right, a, he used, right. He used the word he sack. The, he used the word yep. sack, and I was going to use sad sack. And I'm like, damn it! So I had to wait for the next one. And sure and shit, every single time, someone took hit, it. Someone got my punchline before I got there, and I finally had to give up and walk walk away. Because none of them even knew each. Only two of the guys knew each other. Everyone else they didn't even know each other. So I'm like, man, I could have just gotten in on these guys. Yep. So finally, I'm like, fuck this, and I walk over to towards the door. To go in, and I walk up to uh, Jake Blues and to Crush, and I and I walk up to them, and I say, "I have not spoken in the last two hours. <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> I, I just want to know that I can still talk." And they look at me like, "Well, we heard you." <laughs> I'm like, "All right, I just want to make sure he goes." Thanks, guys. Thanks. And they're like, "Oh, you got your, your monologue memorized?" I'm like, I'm "Like, yeah, yeah, more pretty much." And he goes, "That's a, don't worry about anything else. Just have your monologue. You'll be fine." I'm like, "All right." And uh, I, I look over and I see a kinetic energy voice guy, and he's just like crazy, shaking, walking around. And his number gets called, and he goes back there. So now we're all ready. We're waiting. We're just waiting. And uh, finally, our group gets called in. And oh, and while we're waiting, Jake Blues is just doing nonstop Abbott Costello bits. Uh, he's very funny. Yeah. He's got his own timing for both both characters. But what the thing was is when he walked in. Uh. uh I don't exactly remember what the, 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 the situation was or why he said it, but the first joke he made was a Steve Martin joke. Like he... Like he, he told this joke as, you know, as I don't want to say as his own, because clearly he's, he's good at doing other people's material. 
But he told right. a, he told a Steve Martin joke and then added something of his own on the end of it. And I wanted and I had almost said, "Oh, that's Steve Martin," and then stopped myself because <laughs> I'm like, "Ooh, I don't want to call him out for right. stealing people's bits." <laughs> and he's gonna look at you and be like, mm-hmm. "You son of a bitch." But I mean, <laughs> it was funny. I mean, it was really those guys are really nice guys. And uh, they talked to me while we were waiting in line, uh, waiting to go in. Finally, they were talking to me, and it was so it was very nice. Uh, and and even uh, Crush turns to me and he goes, "Man, this guy was saved my life." <laughs> and he goes, "I because I had didn't know anyone here. I was just kind of just hanging out and heating you. They've been they talked the entire time. So and and they talked about how the Jake Blues guy talked about how when he got the job at Universal, he took this other guy's job because the other guy moved to Las Vegas. And then when he decided to move to Las Vegas, the first job he got was the same job the other guy had just left. So, oh. so he basically followed him to Vegas, to California, back to, to Florida. <laughs> not, a, <laughs> not on purpose. It just so happened that's what happened. He goes, that guy was, he's like, every time I was taking that guy's job. So I thought that was interesting. Right, that was so, pretty funny. They're like swapping. Exactly. Just because they're, they're heavy set guys with dark hair. Look like Jake Blues. All right. A number gets called. We walk in, go down a hallway, down another hallway, down another hallway, into this long, hall, dead-end hallway with one long bench. And I said, all right, guys, have a seat. When you see that door open uh, for the person uh, uh, comes out, if you are next, just go in. Don't wait for your name to be called. Don't wait for anything. Just if you see that door open, go in, because we have 200 people that are going through here, and they all had to be done by noon. <laughs> oh, my God. And this is like one minute. One minute, I'm like, oh, jeez. The guy next to me said his was two minutes long, or earlier, I said his, his was about two minutes long. I'm like, Jesus. Uh, so as we go in, this guy all of a sudden steps in front of me, and he gets bumped ahead of me. He was like 156. He gets bumped ahead of me because he had to leave early. Okay. I'm like, son of a bitch. Fine. Get bumped ahead of me. So he starts talking to Kinetic Kid because he was in front of me, and the guy's like, oh, do you have your, what monologue are you doing? And he goes, oh, I don't have a monologue. I'm going to sing a song. You can do that? Uh, well, the kinetic kid goes, "Oh, that's awfully bold," and he goes, "Well, oh, okay. he goes, uh, well, any song that I do is gonna be funnier than any monologue I can perform." I'm like, all right. Kinetic kid goes in, and uh, uh, Jake Blues leans over to me and goes, "Man, I wish it could be a fly on the wall." I know, right? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, why? He goes, he goes, that kid was going crazy out there. He's like, we, he was just going, he just had all this energy. We kept telling him, hey, you know, just relax, be yourself. And he would relax for a second and then start breaking into characters again. So he went in, I would say a minute later, he came out and, and walked out the door. Now, here's the thing. If you made callbacks, they told you immediately, handed, uh-huh. handed you the callback schedule and you had to go back out to the main room where we started, give them your information, and then you got a schedule from when you were going to be coming to callbacks. So he came right out, no piece of paper, and just and he was gone. I'm like, oh, jeez. Now, while we were standing outside, the group before me, I would say out of the 15, 10 of them made callbacks. Wow. And they were, like they were telling you, they were all dressed in different, you know, uh, uh, you know different ways, you know, shorts, T-shirts, jeans, you know, but they were, all had been through this process. So they all, you know, just went in and went out. They all made callbacks. So music guy goes in ahead of me, and I'd say he was probably in there for 30 seconds before he came out, and he didn't look too happy. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he didn't look. So, so okay. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, right? surprise. All right, so. <laughs> you should have just gone in and done a whole bunch of voices. <laughs> I, sh- I should have. Well, I thought I should have gone in and done some of my stand-up and, and just 
done uh, that. Yeah, that would have been a good idea. I was like, yeah, I've gone into my bit about the uh, new new slogan for the Navy. Or how it's, uh, I'm not Mexican enough. But, uh, so Adam. Yes. I have not auditioned for anything in 15 years. Okay? The last time I auditioned for anything was in college. Music guy leaves the room. It's my turn. Uh, uh, Blues and Crush wish me luck. I walk into the room, and all that is in this large dance room is one table, one guy, and that's it. Just just Simon Cowell. That's it. That's it. Nobody else. Wow. No, I, mean, that, I mean, that's pretty nerve-wracking. No assistant. Now, mind you, I never was nervous. I was anxious. That's good. I was anxious, but never nervous. But what happened next threw me off to, to, to end it all. I walk in there. I stand right there. And I'm, I've, I've been on a half dozen interviews. <laughs> so I'm used to people asking me questions. Uh-huh. And I walk in there, and he goes, go ahead. <laughs> and I said, okay. And I break into my monologue. And I go okay. in it. And I'm looking, I'm looking at the mirror. And I'm, cause I, I'm looking to my right and I'm looking at the mirror. And that's where I'm picturing my friend Anthony sitting in a chair. And I'm talking mm-hmm. to Anthony. And I look back out in the audience and I look at this guy in the second row. And I'm looking at him in the second row. I see this guy in the audience. And I, and I do the whole monologue. And I get, and I, I, I'm there. I'm feeling it. I've got the emotion. Uh, I'm getting more stressed, and I get to the end of the second to the last line, and my tongue all of a sudden expands in my mouth, and I cannot get the word monologue out of my mouth. What? That's what I have to say. say, (laughs) And you're doing a monologue. And the line is is this one monologue is all I had to say. And I call it this one. I wanted to say, fuck. There's one monologue, and and I finally get the word out. And I say my last my last line, and I get a nice chuckle. I get a chuckle, mm-hmm. which is a win for me, I suppose. Yes, it is. And because I guarantee you they watched a lot of monologues that they did not laugh at. <laughs> I got a chuckle. And then he said, thank you. And I nodded, and I may have turned on my heels and walked out the door. Yep. And I see uh, Crush standing up, and he comes towards me, towards the door. I give him a little fist bump, and then uh, I I walk back out. There were other ways I probably could have left, but I ended up going back through the main entrance. So as I'm walking down that hallway, as I'm, yeah. wa- I'm walking through the main room, it's like, shh, all eyes were staring at me. Of course, like, right, because they all want to see who the competition was. and like, did he get a call back? Did he get a call back? I should have just turned yep. to the table and go, I'm sorry, what time is it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where the bathrooms That would have been funny. Do you know where the bathrooms are? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, or just come out and been like, yes, he told me I made it. <laughs> he gave <laughs> he me, told me to come speak to the table. He gave me no sheet of paper. <laughs> oh, that's right. You needed a sheet of paper. He just told me I made it and that I actually am cast. I don't have to come back next right. week. Right. He just gave off, told me the search was over. <laughs> this was our man. He said, go home, everyone. <laughs> It's over. They have <laughs> their man. Spin field. Uh, it's me. That's from Mary Poppins. It's me, yeah. <laughs> yes. But no. No. So then I, I found a door that I walked out of, and it was everyone standing there smoking, like, oh, crap. And I'm like, is there a way out from here? And I'm like, yeah, you can go this way. All right. So I go to my car, and that's when I sent you the, the text message of how do you say it in text message? <laughs> As an emoticon. As an emoticon. Uh, if, I was sending it on, if I was sending it on Facebook, it would have been easier. But Right. 
So as for as long as it took me to send you that message and back my car out to leave, that's when I saw Crush coming out, and he had a piece of paper in his hand. Oh, well, that one I figured. Yeah. As much. I mean, those guys, um, once again, those guys are actors. Everyone in there, I, my, I, if I were to wearing a hat, I'd tip my hat to them. Because act, these guys are actors, actors act. And I've come to the realization, Adam, that I am not an actor. Okay. You're I, an improviser, though. I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, that is true. I'm a professional idiot. I'm not an actor. I may be an improviser, but uh, I don't have the, uh, the chops, as it were, to do what these guys do on a daily basis. I have wife and kid and house and uh right i can't uh i can't work four jobs at once i mean i could but then i wouldn't see anybody and i need to see people i like people no i don't i like my wife right i like my kid I don't she's like fun she is fun i don't like really like people but uh yeah so i don't know if i'm gonna do this again everyone told you me, don't think so i don't know Everyone told me that I should. Like, oh, because the, the more they see you, the more they'll know you, and the more that they'll, you know, remember you for next time, uh, uh, which is all true. But I don't know. Uh, these are those, like I said, those guys are actors. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's a tough, I mean, and, and, and it's the look. If there's a Mexican look that they're going for, d- Jump all over that. Except I don't speak any Spanish. And they're looking for a Mexican that doesn't speak Spanish. But aren't they just looking for the look? They are. They are. I probably should have shaved. <laughs> I probably would have had a better chance if I had shaved. Because hmm. then they could have seen my face on a face character. But, uh, eh, it was fun. Uh, they have auditions next week, next week for, or not next week, next month for uh, stunt actors. There. So I should go for that. I thought that stunt show was closing. Which one? No, no, this is t- Tumblers. Oh, for, yeah, well then, yes. For, for Tumble Monkeys. Yeah, you got uh, this. Our, our our old friend Milo auditioned for that ten years ago. He did? Yep. He used to live in this area. I didn't know that. Uh, uh, he did, he did. He said he auditioned for that, and in the, in, uh, he went to the auditions for that, and then they told him he had to rollerblade, and he didn't know how to rollerblade. What? Yep. So he's like, uh, never mind. Right. I'm out. That's what I would do. Like, rollerblade? Uh, sure, I can rollerblade. <laughs> All right. And I'm, a, and I'm broken my leg. Yes. Now, Adam, I would have done better if you had been here. I think you're right. We could have worked our model because oh. I would have been auditioning as well. But here's, and this is what, and the, okay, so like, like he said, you're going to go home and you're going to judge what you had done. And I had. I had thought about the fact that I had flubbed my second to last line. I probably could have done more emotion, more built it up a little bigger. And then I remembered what I didn't do when I walked into that room. Yeah. I never introduced myself. No, you didn't. And I never said what play I was doing. Nope. <laughs> or the, the goddamn director. I went straight into the Not monologue. Not the director, the author. Or the author. I went straight into the GD monologue and didn't... I was... And I had practiced that part, too. Practice. I had practiced. Because I had watched, I'd watched uh, this on, on YouTube. I watched other people do it just to get an idea. 
Yep. And and they had said you know when they did their monologue, I'm like oh, I forgot to introduce it. And I and that's where I left. I thought you know what that may have also been a huge factor. I'm like oh this guy is not a professional. Yeah, if I I think had you done that, it may you know maybe it would have been different. Just a smidge. I wouldn't say a lot, but maybe just a smidge. But that was my invention or invention. Uh, adventures in auditioning. Uh, so I've done it. Maybe I'll do it again. I doubt it. But you never know. It certainly won't hurt. I met some cool people who I don't didn't get their names. But it, I mean, it, I would I would audition all the time if you were available. You should just go do it. They don't have them all the time though. Contracts were up. Well, that's what I'm saying. When they are available, it's usually once a year for these. Oh. And if they ever have them again, it's always just for substitutes. Like I feel like you could go to to a certain studios and work on the streets. Yes. Like you could have that look. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'll shave. I don't care. So do that. I want to be. You know, I make. They make pretty darn good money and uh, better than what I'm making now. Right. I guess the one thing you would just want to make sure is when your contract is up. Do you think you'd be able to go back to where you were? No, I would not. I'd have to start over. So you'd have to get a new job completely somewhere else? Uh, no, I can go back into my field, but I wouldn't be able to... Coordinate. Yeah, not right away. Got it. Not right away. <clears throat> and maybe I could, but it's the same issue with uh, interns. It would be tough. It's the same issue with interns. So if there's an intern who is uh, an intern leader... Okay, so they're a leader, and they're, they're an intern for a leader for six months or whatever. Mm-hmm. As soon as their internship is up, they don't have a job. So they have, right. so, so my friend uh, 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 David, he was an intern, for, I think it was like three months or whatever. His, his internship was up, and he had to apply and start from the bottom again. And, and, and he had to re, you know, re-interview for uh, uh, that leadership position. Which he eventually got, but I mean, it took him another year to get back there. Right, that's tough. It's it's tough, 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 tough. So you never know, you never know, you never know. I I you know, I'm kind of more of a DIY kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why we do this podcast. Uh, that's why uh, uh, you know we did the improv in St. Louis. That was it felt very right. very much do it yourself. Like we got a stage, just put on a show. You know, this. Uh, I can understand that. You know, if we're gonna if, if we were gonna make a movie, we would make a movie ourselves. We wouldn't go out and, and get a, a production company involved. We'd be our own production company. We'd figure out you know we you know figure out what we need to do in order to get it done, and we would get it done. Right. So you know, same thing with this podcast. That's what we did. We I found out we needed to do what to get do, and look, we've been doing this for three years. And it's right. It's like, been getting done. It's been getting done. No one's listening, but we got it. That's right. It's, it's here. Because in case it... someone wants to. <laughs> and every once in a while, people do. People do. Right? I, I get hits. I, I look and say, wow, we had that many people download. But you know what's been in- what's really been interesting is that uh, uh, Adam and Mikey Drink Around the World has been getting a ton of hits recently. Really? Yeah. I keep getting these uh, random updates about once in- about once a week. It's like, 42 new visits. <laughs> like, what? To YouTube? No, to, to Facebook. Really? Yeah. Wow. Ah, how did that happen? Who knows? I guess people look for it. No, my my picture 
has become the uh, another waste of podcast photo. <laughs> that sounds good. Oh, no, that's terrible. That's my, my ah. What do you mean? It's my it's my uh, uh, my headshot. Headshot. Yeah. How did that happen? <laughs> I I am another waste of a podcast. That's right. Look at me. Anyways, but yeah, like people people have been watching it. I guess uh, I guess it's a thing. I think it is. I wonder if you look up drinking around the world on YouTube. Nobody nobody did it like us. Or not on YouTube, on Google. What comes up? Uh, we got to do it for real. <laughs> we got to go to different countries and drink around the world. Oh. Drinking. Let's see. Drinking around the world. Well, around the world Epcot comes up first. Yeah. Around the world. Let's see. Uh, videos. Uh, hmm. Oh, ABC News did a special called Intoxication Nation. Oh. Let's see. Drink Around the World Epcot's. Yeah, see what comes up first there. Uh, I'm looking. Well, we are not on the first page. But are we on the web? What do you mean on the not web? Not just on images, but on the web. Well, I'm just looking up videos. Oh, uh, right. So you, I know that's oh, what so you want, you want to it's our up. Facebook page. On the web. Hey, Drink Around the World Epcot's. Let's see, Easy WDW, Drink Around the World, Epcot, Disney World, Yelp, 10 Tips for Drinking Around the World, Epcot, Around the World in 11 Drinks, uh, Drinking at Epcot, Drinking Around the World, Showcase, Chip and Co., Drinking Around the World, Shape, Busy Dining, we are not on the first page. Okay. And the second page, we are not on the second page. But I'm sure if you will go to YouTube... YouTube, and you look up, you look up drinking around the world Epcots. You will find Epcot drinking around the world 2013. That's not us. Nope. No. We're not on there at all. Hold on. We are not on the first page. Maybe we're on the second page. Second page. Second page. We are not on the second page. Hmm. There's a lot of drunk people here, though. Oh, some guy fell into the bushes. <laughs> some guy doing what? Is a, is a, this is tagged. Dude gets pushed over a railing at Epcot while drinking around the world. Nice. And that's not Mikey. Uh, so that's two. That's page two. Maybe we're on page three. Yeah, there we are. We're on the top of page three. Look at that. There's Adam and Mikey drink around Epcot, uh, Mexico, Norway. And then that has 2,282 views. That's pretty impressive. Uh, And then Adam and Mikey drink around Epcot part four, uh, 1,161 views. So the first episode gets the most views. Uh, Part three has down here uh, uh, 1,372. There's the same old lady in America. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let's see so that's page three page four page four we're not on page four it's weird page five Uh, we're on page five Uh, part six has got 1,115 views 
Let's see. And now page uh, part two has 972 views. Mm-hmm. Part five has 737 views. I guess those aren't nearly as popular, I guess. The 2,000 views is pretty good. Uh, the intro has 366 views. <laughs> That's, what about our outtakes? Uh, I'm going down. I don't know if the outtakes are on here or not. You know what? I'm no longer going to go by pages. I'm just going to go to my my page here. Vidjus. Uh, an adorable baby air drumming? No? Uh, the outtakes aren't on here. They're on YouTube. Part 8 has 159 views. <laughs> but it's number 1. Number 1 has the 2,288 views. Nice. I don't have anything else that has that many views. Not even my stand up That's a lot of views, I think. I think so, too. We, can almost, we should have monetized that. Yeah. I could have made, like, 50 cents by now. At least. Um, <clears throat> seven years ago, Adam... Poisonous White Snake. Was it? Yeah. Good Lord. You ready for this? I guess. 1,450 views. What? Yep. (laughs) Oh, you ready for this? Mikey Maker's Christian stand-up? Yeah. 1,790 views. (laughs) God, that still makes me laugh real hard. Here's just, I showed it to someone the other day. That's hilarious. Uh, here's just five minutes of Mikey's stand-up has 1,172 views. The kid's getting popular. But nothing else. Nothing else? Nothing else in the thousands. Remember, this only has 64 views. What was that? That was the fireworks show we did at Jana's house. Oh. What was the one that, uh, what do you call it? Defines the ring? Um, uh, Mikey and Joe go fishing. Yeah. It has 145 views. Oh. But I don't know if the sound is on this one or not. Oh, okay. It may have been taken down. No, no, it's there. Ah! They got, uh, at one point, like half of the stuff on here, the music was gone. I'm like, what? You bastards. No comments, though. Mikey and Joe go fishing. Classic. A classic. Well, It is a real classic. What else should we talk about? Um, I watched a movie. I don't know. I watched a movie on Netflix. What'd you watch? It's called D13... District 13 Ultimatum. What's that? It's a French movie. Oh. Uh, I thought it was District 9. Yep. <laughs> the alien movie. But it's not. It's District 13, a French movie. Oh, and this was the sequel. I didn't even watch the first one. Uh, but it stars uh, some guy named Cyril Raffaelli. And some other guy, I guess his name is David Bell. And they are, uh, 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 well, let's see, Cyril, Cyril Raffaelli is uh, a fighting master. 
I mean, just imagine Jackie Chan, mm-hmm. but French. Uh, this guy was doing those moves, and this guy, David Bell, is a, a, a parkour runner. So just oh, imagine okay. all the jumps and swings and this is and that's. People do love parkour. Parkour. So it was a very interesting movie about uh, France and this utilitarian society, and they uh, 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 there's a whole sector or, di- or you know it's all broken up into districts where you know the the underclass live, and it's all run by gangsters. And uh, there's a secret section of the, the government that wants to destroy all those areas, and uh, they the super cop, which was uh, the serial guy. And then the uh, criminal, who is the David Bell guy, they have to team up together in order to 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 uh, break the uh, conspiracy and fighting in and uh, uh, parkour ensues. I recommend this movie. Really? Though I don't know what happens. I didn't watch the last five minutes. I Sarah came oh, home. Oh well. Then how can you recommend it? Uh, because of the fight scenes and but the, it could end terribly. The fight scenes and ruin the film. The fight scenes and the jumping scenes were enough for me. I mean, these guys. Uh, uh, the way, I guess maybe because this is a French film, I kind of felt concerned <laughs> <laughs> for these guys' healths and well-beings. Right, especially when the this David Bell guy is being chased by cops. And he's jumping, and these cops are not making these jumps. They really look like they're hurting themselves. So, uh, uh, which I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. So this is Captain Damien Tamoso, and uh, uh, the other guy is Leto. But it was a good movie. I recommend it if you have the chance. If you see, because when Sarah's not home and when Millie's not home, I can watch action adventure fight them, fight them up movies. Which I can't watch when they're both home, because that's not Sarah. Sarah doesn't want to watch that, and Millie can't watch it, especially the over excessive violent ones. So, so right. So, so, so this is I had the opportunity. So I was just flying through Netflix trying to find something, and this is what I found, and it's fun. I, I recommend it. I, I give it. I give it three and a half stars. Well, perhaps I will watch it. I would have given it more stars if it were in English. But I had a lot of reading to do. Mm, Have you watched? Any- I don't mind reading. <laughs> Have you watched any movies recently? Um, I, I watched the Guardians of the Galaxy again. I've been watching this terrible sci-fi show called Z Nation. Oh, I thought you weren't going to watch it after the first episode. Yep, I continued to watch it because I was like, "This is just hilariously bad." Ugh. And I've watched it, and now it's it's past that. It's not funny anymore. It's just dumb. Ugh. And I'm like, but I've committed too much time to it <laughs> that I feel like I need to watch it still. Because so, you've, you've com- I don't know. Because you've committed, and and there maybe it's going to turn around. Right? It won't. But it's like watching Sharknado. Ugh. Well, there maybe you you never know. Maybe somewhere in episode three, all of a sudden something will happen. You go. Whoa. Right, exactly. No, I'm on episode 11. <sighs> There's 13 episodes. There's still time? Yeah. It could completely turn around. Yes. Turn uh, around. 
closer. <laughs> Miley Cyrus got naked again. Again? Yeah. She uh, uh was standing naked in the bathtub. Her 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 boobs are present, but her hoo ha is covered by bubbles. How old is she? She's twenty something. Okay, so I can look up the picture. You can look her up. She's legal. She's fit. Miley Cyrus, naked. <laughs> Let's you... see what comes up. She's in the bathtub. She's standing in the bathtub. Okay, so far I don't see it. I too have just put in Miley Cyrus. Someone naked. superimposed her face on a woman being sexual intercourse. I see that one on there. I'm with you. Uh, let's see. None of these pictures are the ones that I saw. Let me update my look here. She really does like to show her boobs, though, doesn't she? There's a lot of pictures on here of her boobs. Yep, she she's proud of them. Or she's not unproud of them. I hope I found it, but it's not... Uh, it's starred off. Oh... Uh. Hi, Cyrus. Instagram. Oh, she did it on Instagram? Yes. Are you are you following her on Instagram? No. Can you do that on Instagram? You can do whatever you want. It's, uh, you can post nudies? Uh, sure. I do it all the time. Oh, my. I'm just topless. Standing in the bathtub with the bubbles covering my hoo-ha. Why can't I find this? Turn around. Instagram. Free the nipple. How about that? She's just a gross person. She does not. She wants her nipples to be free. No, I'm not talking about that. I mean, just looking at all these pictures of her, she's just a gross person. She can't seem to keep her tongue in her mouth. All right. Well, I know it's true. I've seen the pictures. Yeah. I cannot seem to... uh, to find it. If I find it, I'll post it on your Facebook page. Oh, perfect. So there shouldn't be any problem with that. Isn't it free? The nipple is not a thing. I don't know. Miley Cyrus. Instagram. Come on. How many other hashtags do I need to put on here? Oh, well, I give up. Anyways, uh, let's see. Are you playing that Spider-Man game? Not much. <clears throat> Sorry, I. I know. I've been playing it every day, and I'm uh, as let's see, the the special uh, uh, special game of the day or whatever, or usually it lasts a couple days. Uh, only a couple hours are left, so I have to play while we're standing here or talking. Uh-oh. Uh, the highest I ranked was number 15 uh, in the world. I don't even know that I ever ranked. I ran- well, you always rank something, even if yeah. it may be 1,000. I think I was last in the world. <laughs> I think. Oops, I just got another Spider-Man here. Who did I get this time? Oop. Uh, regular Spider-Man. Uh, I was able to... Uh, 
I guess I uh, did well enough that I got this uh, Spider-Man who's a female uh, named Silk. And she um, she's pretty good. Is she? Yes, that's, and I think that's the only reason why I'm uh, kicking so much butt. Uh, she, I've got her at level 30, but she gets 30, 30% bonus score for every time she collects a vial. And then 50% bonus vials collected from when she uses the web magnet. Oh. And she's faster, and she can jump higher and jump longer than anybody else. At least than anyone else that I have right now. So, that's why i ending up with, you know, 650,000 points. And able to move on. That's a lot of points. It is a lot of points. It's a good time. I'm enjoying the game. I don't know where Ryan is playing at this time, but uh, I've got a list here, Adam. Okay. Of ten big stars and their big movie mistakes. All right. Now, I would like to hear these. I'm not going to read everything what it says here, but uh, it says Nick no. Le- maybe you should. Maybe you should give me the star, and I'll give you, and I'll see if I can guess their movie mistake. Okay. Nicholas Cage. And I mean, you're talking like. The worst movie they've ever made, right? Uh, is that what it is? Yeah, more or less. I'm gonna guess Left Behind. <laughs> That's too new. It's too new. Oh, it's too new. This is an older one. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, the Wicker Man. Ooh, terrible, terrible movie. But this is eight millimeter. Oh yeah. <sighs> so I never saw it. Uh, George Clooney. George? Um, Revenge, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? Uh, Surprisingly not. Really? Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Batman and Robin. Biggest mistake. All right, this one's an interesting one. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise's biggest mistake. Um, Big epic film that was terrible. The Last Samurai? Uh, Nope. No, this one also started. I actually really liked The Last Samurai, but it was an epic film. It also starred Nicole Kidman. Oh, Far and Away? Yes! Yes, we need a bell yeah. or something. Big I mistake. thought that one was good. was acclaimed, though. Maybe I was wrong. It says here, you, may, you can spend years being warned about its horrors, hearing it spoken about in hushed and embarrassed whispers, mocking it based on snippets from trailers, but absolutely nothing can prepare you for Tom Cruise's Irish accent. And far and away. Yeah. The story of a wee leprechaun and his giantess bride. Trust me, it's more enjoyable if you pay no attention to the actual plot. Far and away was ravishingly shot by Mikhail Solomon, and it really does have a few set pieces that give hints of the highly proficient but only occasionally inspired director Ron Howard has become today. But there is a limit to how much you can do when your leading man would be more convincing protecting his pot of gold from breakfast cereal eaters than Nicole than wooing Nicole Kidman. Oh my! Sounds like a personal thing. That's what it sounds like, doesn't it? Uh, Tom Hanks. Joe versus the volcano. <laughs> what? That was a fantastic film. Oh. Uh, Larry Crown. Larry Crown. No, oh, oh, okay. I think I remember that. Was Julia Roberts in it? Uh, I believe so. I, and yeah. he co-wrote it. Angelina Jolie. Um, Tomb Raider 2. Another fantastic film, but The Tourist. Oh, terrible movie? I never saw it. Yeah. 
How about Nicole Kidman? And it's not far and away. Oh, it's not? It's not far and away. Australia. <laughs> nope. It is the Stepford Wives. Oh. Stepford Wives. Apparently it was not funny nor scary. Brad Pitt. He's never made a dud. Um, cool world? <laughs> uh, uh, no. Uh, meet Joe Black. Oh, was that a dud? I guess so. Huh? Well, it says, uh, the, the one thing that stood out to me was that the, I guess the original was called Death Takes a Holiday. Oh, okay. From, it was 1934. It was 79 minutes long, but this movie was 181 minutes long. Oh, my. <laughs> the guy said there's no reason for this to be over three hours long. <laughs> That's insane. Julia Roberts. A movie she made in the um, 90s. Runaway Bride. No, huge hit. Mary Riley. Oh, I've never even heard 86. of that. I don't know, a little sister plays a maid or something. Oh, okay. Will Smith. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, Will Smith. That that movie he did with his son, Just Earth or something. I don't know what it was uh, called. You know what? Terrible movie, but that wasn't it. For some, for it has here seven pounds. Seven, oh, really? I thought yeah. everybody liked that. Oh, or was that was that Pursuit of Happiness? I don't know. Um, this was after Pursuit of Happiness. So they okay. Uh, they that was and this movie was not a Pursuit of Happiness. Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Um. Kate Winslet. Titanic. Titanic, get it? No. Uh, uh, some oh. movie called Movie 43. Oh, yeah. Was that bad? I forgot she was in that. Apparently everyone was bad in that movie. Oh, it was the worst movie I've ever seen. Oh. Worse than Cutthroat Island? Yes. I hate that movie. I mean, Dave, it was bad. There was a lot of celebrities in that one, wasn't there? Yeah, it used to be on Netflix. Oh, damn it. It's no longer on Netflix. That's where I watched it, and honestly, I was so pissed off. (laughs) But there was a lot of celebrities in it. Yep, and they were all... I mean, the writing was god-awful. Hugh Jackman played a guy that... He always wore a scarf, and when he took his scarf off, you saw that his neck had testicles on it. Oh, my God. Yep. Comedy. That's the kind of comedy. Comedy. Well, uh, before we wrap all this up, couldn't be another waste of podcast cast without some adult entertainment. That's right. I have here a list, the 10 interesting facts about porn. Okay. It will just blow your mind. Uh, number one. MILF. MILF is the most mm-hmm. fre- frequently requested search uh, porn term on the internet. Wow. Pe- most people are looking for n- MILFs. What comes in second, Adam? Second? Yes. Would be anal. <laughs> Teen. Teen oh. is second. It says here, number two, contrary to what many believe... Research has proven that when watching porn, men tend to focus on the eyes of the woman in the video. I can see that. I can see that, too. Who knew? 
Uh, did you know that the biggest porn company in the entire world is located where? Where is it located, Adam? Uh, in uh, California. In Canada. Oh. Canada. The largest porn companies in Canada. Uh, conducting research on how porn affects relationships has proven extremely difficult because scientists have had trouble finding a control group of men who haven't watched porn. Hmm. So, uh... I can see that. I can see that, too. Number five. Twelve years ago. Twelve years ago. Adam, what was twelve years ago? Uh, 2002. All right, well, let's just say or this... Three, is, 2003. Let's now. just say this is accurate. Who knows? Twelve years ago, there were somewhere around 70,000 sites dedicated to porn. In 2014, Adam, how many sites are now dedicated to porn? Um, 120. Thousand? Uh, yeah. Keep going higher. 400,000? Let's leave the thousands and keep going higher. Millions? Keep going. Billions. No, no, no. Okay, I, I, it's more than a million. Oh, two million? 4.2 million. Come on. In the U.S. alone. Wow. 4.2 million porn sites and I've only reached about a million at this point right I was going to say you've got a lot of work to do I'm working hard in Australia porn that features women with A cups or smaller is banned oh I knew that how did you know that I've, I heard it somewhere it was on uh, this this app called The Chive it's also um, a website if you've ever uh, heard of the chive? I've never been. I've heard. I've never been. Yeah, I feel like I read it. There was like it was like the most outrageous sex laws, and it was uh, anyone with an A cup or lower is banned from being in porn because of child pornography. Oh, jeez. They feel like it's um, that it's uh, uh, what do you call it? A catering to pedophiles. Oh, I see. Well then, I got to delete half of my uh, collection now. Yeah, you might not want to... <laughs> I'm not going to Australia anytime soon. At, uh, right. <clears throat> at any second of the day, uh, there are somewhere around... How many people watching porn, Adam? Any, uh, a any? million. Uh, keep going higher. A billion? Uh, a little lower than that. Okay. 500 million. 30 million people are watching porn. Wow. At any second. Uh, That's a lot. And the, the line under here is, quit watching porn on your lunch break and give your wife and kids a call. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, very few porn sites feature content made by that particular site. Most sites feature content sourced from elsewhere. Hmm. That's very true. Number nine, without bringing several hot women with you, it's almost impossible to break the heterosexual porn world. Oh, it's, oh, it's almost impossible to break into the heterosexual male porn world as an actor. Oh, really? So you have to bring several hot women with you. Okay. And then you can be in a movie. But just by being an actor alone, you can't break in as a heterosexual. You gotta oh, break... That's gotta, right. That's why they always have all those guys doing... They do gay stuff. Yes. That's the only way to break in. Uh, even in countries where porn is illegal, many make exceptions for televisions in hotel rooms. <laughs> so, there's your your porn news for the day. Look at that. All right. Adam, I don't know we've talked about it all today. Oh, lots of stuff. We mostly talked about your audition. We did. I, we talked about that way too much. Oh, that's okay. I, I think inquiring minds wanted to know. I doubt it. Uh, 
I had the perfect who I thought the perfect uh, uh, not yet dead celebrity. Yeah. Uh, and then I found out that he was actually dead. Oh. <laughs> I was a little bummed out about that. Who was it? Hold on. <clears throat> I'm looking it up now. No, why would it give me... Uh, there we go. Oh, I must have spelled it wrong. Let me find his name again. I can, we cannot celebrate him as a not-yet-dead celebrity, for he is dead. But, uh... Hold on. Let me get down here and find his name. Ah. Charles Napier. You know... I don't know what he was from. He was born 1936 to 2011. He died in 2011. You don't, you don't know his name, Adam, but he's been in uh, all the movies that you may have seen. Okay. All right. Uh, let me go down to a, a good point where... Uh, let's see. Going back to the 80s. Oh, yeah, he was in... What? Um, You're looking him Austin up? Austin Powers. Are you looking him up? Yeah, I just saw his picture. <clears throat> he was in BJ and the Bear. He was on Chips. Yes, uh, uh, he was on the A-Team. He was... Uh, Three Ninjas, Knuckle Up. Maniac Cop 2. Miami Blues. He was Rambo. In the, he was in the Blues Brothers. Oh, yeah. And that's that's where I thought about him. Like, oh, he would be perfect. Uh, um, um, yeah, Rambo. Three Ninjas. Cable Guy. Game guy. He was the voice of a Rugrat. He was? Well, he was the voice of a character in Rugrats. Oh, okay. He was on Walker, Texas Ranger. Men in Black, the series. I didn't even know Men in Black, the series was a series. Yeah, me neither. Oh, it must have been a cartoon. Because he was the voice of Zed. Oh, I think you're right. I did know it was a cartoon. He must. Oh, and he must have been a cartoon voice in the Mummy: Secrets of the Magi, because he was a voice there too. So no, he cannot be the not yet dead <laughs> because he's dead. Because he's dead. But uh, because of that, I'm going to move up and I'm going to choose. Make sure this guy's still alive. Nope, he's dead too. Damn it! <laughs> Hold on. Because I'm going to choose a different actor. Let's see if he's still alive. Born, not yet dead. Steve Lawrence. Okay. Singer, composer, actor, author, educated in Brooklyn, Thomas Jefferson High School. And student of saxophone piano, uh, Steve Lawrence. The last was on Two and a Half Men. Uh, He was in Ocean's Eleven. He's this real Vegas guy. Hot in Cleveland, he was on Empty Nest, Murder, She Wrote, Hardcastle McCormick. Oh, he did stuff a long time ago. Dean Martin Show, The New Dick Van Dyke Show. Oh, wow. Uh, he was a composer. He got one composer credit. 25 soundtrack credits. Let's see what... Uh, Steve Lawrence? Steve Lawrence. L-A-W? Uh, yes, I believe. Yes. The Facts of Life. He was in. He was also in the Blues Brothers, so that's why. Uh, <laughs> Steve Lawrence. Steve Lawrence. Let's see what he's done. I should be. <laughs> what is he famous for? 
Lawrence, he was married to Edie Gourmet. Let's see. Who was he in Ocean's Eleven? It said, uh, I already flew right past that. Well, he's he's released albums since 1953. Till 2003, he released uh, Steve Lawrence sings Sinatra. Let's, huh. let's see. He had a number five hit in 1953 with Party Doll. A number nine hit in 1960 of Portrait of My Love. In 1962, he had a number one hit called Go Away, Little Girl. Do you know that song? Nope, never heard of it. Yeah, well, let me keep looking. Maybe he said another number one hit. No. Uh... Nope, nope. He had a song called Mama a Rainbow <laughs> in 1970. Round around? Nothing. Nothing? Hold on. I'm going to look this up. What was that song again? Number one. Go away, little girl. Let's see if I can find that for you, Adam, because I know uh, you were kind of concerned about this guy's creds. But he had yes. A, he had a number one hit. And a number th- number four hit with a song called Footsteps in the UK. And I Want to Stay Here went number three in the UK. Oh, he's part of Stephen Eady. You've heard of Stephen Eady? No. No, no they were one of those. Well, they were the. Uh, oh. Way before our time. Go away, little girl. Let's see. Go away, little girl. And Bobby V did that song. Steve Lawrence. Go away, little girl. Oops. Nope, that's not it. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't sound like it. Here we go. Go away. Yikes, this song's actually kind of scary. Yeah, that's creepy. (laughs) Steve and Edie. All right. I'm going to find something you're going to know, Adam. Uh, Here's Steve and Edie. Steve Edie Gourmet, Boston Pops. Here we go, Steve and Edie singing, This Could Be the Start of Something Big. In 1958. Well, sir, it's always an awful lot of fun doing a show from Hollywood, and in particular from these Burbank studios. Isn't it's a very it's... friendly place, you know, George. Shut up. A lot of talking. Lunching at Romanoffs and watching your diets. Declining a Charlotte Bruce, accepting a fate. I'm done with that. Stephen Eady, Steve uh, Lawrence, still alive. I feel like he was on, uh, let's see. Uh, he played Maury Sline in the Blues Brothers. So remember in the Blues Brothers when they were uh, trying to get a gig and they're in the uh, hot in the, in the sauna. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's Maury Sline. That's oh, Steve okay. Lawrence. Uh, in 1984, he and comic Don Rickles hosted an ABC show called Foul Ups, Bleepers, 
Follow-ups, bleeps, and blunders? Hmm. Uh, he did a uh, musical with Sammy Davis Jr. Danny K showed you. Anyways, I really I can go on and on about the Flip Wilson show, Police Story. He's done everything. Still alive. Way to go, Steve Lawrence. That's right. Well 70, 79. 79. I don't know. What else you have, Adam? Anything else you want to talk about? Anything you're well, writing? None right now. Anything you're writing for? Uh, for comic books? No, I, I've stopped doing that. So. You stopped doing that? Yeah. Seems dumb. You should keep writing for comic books. You think? Yes. Because uh, comics are where it's at, man. Anyone who's anyone is into comics right now. I wish well, I should get on it. I wish I were writing for comic books. I wrote uh, two comic books in my lifetime. I've scripted them. I don't have no, I don't have any artwork to show for them. Oh, well, you should do some artwork. I don't know how to draw. Oh, well. My friend John did the characters for one of the comic books, but we never he never did illustrate any of the scripts I had. And then I tried to send a script to Marvel when they were having an open audition call, uh, but they closed it pr- uh, prematurely. And then never reopened it. So I had, I had three scripts written. And then realized I needed six, and then they closed it. So you couldn't have just faked three more. Uh, no, because I had a I had a very distinct beginning, middle, and end. I I knew where I wanted the story to end, so I needed to fill in. I had to figure out what I was going to fill in the middle. <laughs> I'm not a middle guy. Gotcha. I'm a, I'm a very much. A, I know how things begin. I know how things end. I just don't know how you get there. <laughs> So, by the way, Edie Gourmet, dead. <laughs> oh, good. Not, um, not, uh, uh, not yet dead. Anyways, I feel like we've beaten this horse. At least what's his name is still alive. Steve. Carrying uh, on the tradition. Steve Lawrence, yes. <laughs> N- next week we'll be celebrating uh, the Captain and Tennille. <laughs> They're both alive, though. Oh, well. Mario. So that's good. That's good. We got something to celebrate. It's live. Right. <laughs> Lots to celebrate with their with their uh, lives. With, with the captain. Uh, with their lives being alive and all. Adam, uh, do you have anything coming up? You, you've got a play. You're, you're directing. You've got improv. You're performing. Yep. Anything else happening? No. Uh, it, <laughs> As it, if there needs to be any more. Is, is any of this going to get in the way of, of our awesome show? Um... I'll have to move back to Sundays pretty soon. Okay. I'm okay with that. Because Makes I'll have uh, improv on Monday nights. Maybe Aaron will be able to join us. <laughs> That's a good... Dave, you're hilarious. Uh, she keeps joking that we're going to replace her, but we may replace her. <laughs> <laughs> because she hasn't been here in months. I need a substitute for my substitute. Right, Exactly. We we need a replacement for Ryan, or a substitute for Ryan, and a substitute for Aaron. Yep. So I'm gonna have to start sending out a message earlier in the week who's going to be here, so I can find out if if the main people will be here, and if not, then I can contact the substitutes and say, okay, subs, you're uh, in. You're hey sub list. And, and or I, if if I need you to come in and sit here silently, 
in case that's a good idea. And so if they both show up, you guys cannot be used. You all just have to sit silently. Right. You can whatever you want to say. You have to write it down and hand it. to You me. can watch us live. You can whatever you want to say. You you write it down and hand it to your counterpart. Part. That's a good idea. So if you're a female substitute and you have something funny to say, write it down and hand it to Aaron. Right. So she can say it, and if you're the male, write it down and hand it to Ryan. Oh, I uh, see. So you're always thinking, Dave. I've I've got you know, I'm bigger than this room, Adam. Yeah, you got this under control. Yeah, I'm bigger than this room. On that note, I've got nothing coming up. Uh, no more auditions. I'm trying to get myself promoted at work. I'm promoting myself there. Uh, let's see, Ryan O. If you want to see his stuff, go on to his uh, YouTube page, whatever that is. Ryan O. Something Show. Rhino Disney show, I think. Yeah, I don't remember what it is. Uh, Aaron, she's getting married soon, so you should look up her her. Um, <laughs> find her gift registry. <laughs> yes, and send her something. And send her gifts. Send her gifts. Yeah, and put those penis pics in there as well. <laughs> and uh, Nick is still married. He does not. Still, he does not need gifts. Nope. Uh, Sarah, pretty fun. Etsy. Com. No H in that Sarah. That'd be blasphemy. Uh, buy Sarah's goods. We need the money. Uh, and Nick is still married. So he is. Without anything else left to say, let's just bring this to a close. Sounds good, Adam. It's always a pleasure speaking with you. As you, my friend. Uh, we should do this again sometime. Next week. Next week. Uh, oh. Good night, everybody. See you, see you, see you. See you, see you, see you. See you, see you, see you.